to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check waifu waifu. My tell him, is that you? Yes, sir. What's happening? This is episode 189 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to loucomplex.com and uh, check out their new launches. They just did a uh, collab with another clothing company. It looks fucking sick. So make sure you check them out there. Go to don'ttalkshop.com and get access to this hat. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get early access to the video version. You get to see the hat I'm wearing. But... And, get, uh, and use the code waifu15 to save 15% off your first order at don'ttalkshop.com. We appreciate y'all for doing that. Um, it's also brought to you by our Patreon producer, AB, and Brown, Dre, the Goji, Johnny from Shogo High, Ked the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, and Shogo High, explicitly Monique Williams, Nachi, and Safir. Safir, thank you so much for supporting this and many other episodes. Of the podcast, we appreciate each and every last one of our Patreon supporters. It means a lot. Um, thank you so much for supporting us. If you support us over at patreon.com slash waifu, you get early access to the video version of the podcast. You get access to the bonus podcast, The After Story. The After Story 55 went up on Saturday. It was a great episode. Uh, going woke for all the wrong reasons is the name of that one. <laughs> great name. Great name. Um yeah, check that episode out. It was a good talk, good conversation. We also discussed the movie The Menu, which I'm seeing a lot of shit about now ever since we talked about it. Funny enough, they listen. Really? <clears throat> yeah, it's like I saw I saw a review from my favorite movie reviewer, Jeremy Johns, about it. What'd he say? Pretty damn good. So yeah, that's I might, crazy. I might have to pick that joint up too. Um, I'm glad I didn't have you full, fully spoil it. Yeah. Just gave me a little, little, t- little taste of it, pun intended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seems like a good movie though. We should check that. Make sure y'all check out Patreon.com. Again, the Watch Alongs with Tell, season four, episode what? Four of Bungo Straight Dogs? The next one's going to be episode five. Ne- next one's going to be episode five, but episode four is up there now. Check that out. Those Watch Alongs are fun. And then you got me coming this week for real this time. I had to upgrade my PC so I couldn't do it last week like I was supposed to. But my PC is upgraded. So the read along. We'll be up on Patreon. I'm shooting for Wednesday. I'm trying to record it on Monday after I get finished editing this episode. Um, but yeah, I digress. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm in a hey. great, I'm in a great mood tonight because uh, tonight will be the Mike Check Waifu Waifu quintessential winter season anime watch list that we feel that you should be watching. Okay, we did a poll on our Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu. We polled you guys to ask how many episodes can you watch in, a, in this winter season? We know it's about 31 <laughs> specifically because we've been we've been watching all of them. So, um, well, all of them that we felt was worth watching anyway. Uh, right. So the list, the poll came back and, and it's between five and 10 episodes that people can watch. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a list of 10 
by each giving you from each one of us five specific anime that uh, we feel like you should be watching. Obviously, our lists are going to be different. We're not going to copy. We're not going to share the same anime. We don't know which anime we're going to pick, but we're going to make sure that we don't have the same anime in this in this ten list by each bringing you five. Okay, get it? Got it? Good. All right, I'm in a great mood today, like I said. But tell how you feeling, brother? Man, it's real good. Um, it, it was a little bit of a busier week for me last week. Picked up some days I wasn't expecting to pick up, but it's been a real good week. It's been a real good week. Um, Love to hear that. Been uh, we working out, uh, getting getting to where I, I I need to be. So it's it's been good. My grandmother's out the hospital. Um, so it's been good, you know, it's been real good. How, how about you, Polo? Uh, better week, better week for me. Like I said, I finally got the piece I need on my PC to upgrade, uh, upgraded my PC, which means that now when I'm on it, it doesn't just turn off and reset automatically. Uh, my graphics card was a little bit too powerful. My graphics card upgrade was a little bit too powerful for my CPU. So it wasn't able to keep up and it kept restarting the PC at random times, especially when I was like trying to game or whatever. So. Now that that's fixed, I should be able to edit without an issue, uh, record without an issue, stream without an issue, and also game. So, all the issues out the window. All the issues gone now. We back, and I've been testing it the last few days, and it's been working extremely well, and I'm so happy about that. Uh, also, been talking to moms a lot, and my mom and my sister. We've been keeping in touch way better than usual. And I love it. Yeah, that's been making me feel a lot better too. So. I'm I'm in a good place right now. I'm in a good place right now. I'm just waiting for Tell to get this piece in, so I could drive an hour away to my gym <laughs> and get these gains going. More so, get, going. get the weight loss going. You know, I'm on a personal journey. If you listen to the after story, I think we talked about that in the last three episodes that we released. Yeah, within those episodes, we talked about it a little somewhere bit. in there. It had to, but yeah, um, I love the after story, dude. I just love it. I think y'all will love it too. The After Story is only a video version on the Patreon, but if you have the Patreon app, you can watch the video and minus the app and still go about your business and listen to it like a podcast. So if that was keeping you away, download that Patreon app. It's not the best, but it gets the job done. It definitely does. It ain't ain't hurt me yet. (laughs) Uh, Tell, what was your episode of the week this week? Uh, My episode of the week, actually... um it, it was, it was kind of a close one for me, but I went with the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess, okay. um, which when I, I, I'm not sure if you're watching, but man, it's this latest episode was something else, bro. Something else. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to go there again. It's, it's, really, it's cool. It's really hard but not to go there. The angel next door spoils me rotten, man. Again, <laughs> it's it's cool. I understand because that was the that was the hard choice I had to make here. Oh, that's that was a hard choice. Really fucking good, man. It, it constantly, constantly improves on everything I said last week. The same thing this week. If you ain't listening last week, go back and listen to just the beginning of it. And when I said that this was episode of the week, because the fucking characters are so good, it's so good. The progression, the pacing, everything is so good. It's been absolutely perfect so far. So, uh, yeah, Angel Next Door. Beautiful episode. Beautiful fucking episode, man. It's, I just, it's crazy because normally I haven't felt like that connection in anything since 
Um, <laughs> since Christina Milian and Nick Cannon and Love Don't Cost a Thing. I know I bring that movie up a lot. I My really God. like that fucking movie. But you know the part where she where she dressed him up nice and she had him all like, I guess back then would be swagged up. You know what I'm saying? He, right. was, he was fresh. He was fitted. And he was doing that mirror look and he was looking in the mirror and in the, it was a, it's a cinematography thing maybe, but when the camera was on him and he was practicing his like, his, uh, I guess the kids call it the Riz look now or whatever. Mm-hmm. When he was practicing his mirror rubbing Birdman hands and he was looking in the mirror with his eyes all, his light skin look. He was practicing oh, yeah, his light skin go. look in the mirror. And uh, Christina Milian was just staring, staring at him, looking at him, and she started biting her lip and shit. Uh, it's that connect. I haven't felt that connection since this anime. It's crazy. It's crazy. They really had a connection because they were dating at the time. So I guess that's why it was so good. But like, <laughs> it's crazy. I just, I just correlated this anime to love don't cost the thing. But still, the, the anime, the Angel Next Door, spoils me rotten. Uh, it, it is one of those things where it's just like there is it's very hard to compete with it on a wholesome level and the reason I, I was really like laughing because uh uh the wonder of anime uh she had posted a reel on, on instagram talking about some miscommunication plots in in anime and how she hates them and it's like Bruh. yo that's that's 100 what this is not <laughs> this exactly is not, ain't no miscommunication here bro no that's it's what so makes it so good, good. it's yeah. so good it's just a, it's coming to understanding your feelings when you're like just when you're just perfect in both on both sides anyway we, we gotta stop because we're gonna say the rest of this for the spoiler talk obviously um spoiler talk my hero academia um, Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. I mean, what else? Anything else? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say nothing really necessarily is too hot hot this week outside of uh that we would both watch. Maybe Vinland Saga. Maybe Eminence. Eminence. Yeah, we can do that. That's do that. Was, that there was some stuff there. There definitely some stuff there. No, Misfit Demon King Academy too. Yep. Let's do that. All that damn dialogue. Okay. Anyway. anyway. All right, bro. Damn, should we already get to the topic of the show? Yeah, let's do it. Let's hit it. All right, let's hit it. Um, Again, today's topic is us creating the quintessential list of 10 anime you should be watching this winter 2023 season. Um, All right, so I'm going to have you go first. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so, uh, easy enough. I'm going to say, uh, the one I actually just mentioned, the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Uh, that was my episode of the week, but I think this one is 100% worth watching because I mean, it comes off, so far. uh, let's see where, where are we at? Five. Uh, yeah. So the fourth episode is what we just watched. Fifth episode will be out in when this podcast release. But um, the reason for this anime specifically is because it comes off as like you, you think it's gonna be like that uh, shonen izakai kind of thing, but it, it really is way more uh, character driven. It's all about relationships, and it's still a lot of like thought process in terms of how the magic is in this world. But it's all about the relationships between the family, the servants, the kingdom. Um, and it's, it's extremely kind of fre- it's fresh in that manner, bro. It's, it's crazy. And it had my episode of the week this week because we last week we got this really nice uh, 
this really nice moment between the two main characters. But then this week we got an elaboration on top of that. Okay. That kind of expanded into why our main character does the things she does. And it, it, it gave us almost like this great bit of like character building amongst all the characters within the castle. It was great. So, so yeah. So, I, so, so let's culminate this real quick. Cause I want to, I want to make sure we have this concise and clear for our listeners. Mm-hmm. This show is great with, it, it does a different take on the isekai genre by focusing solely on character building. Mm-hmm. That's what so makes this one character, special. Yeah, straight character development, growth kind of scenarios, gotcha. relationships. Love that. Now I'm actually my now I actually might pick it up myself because I mean I'm not watching it. Um, like I said, it's about 31 shows that are that is on my personal list that I've watched that I watch every week, give or take minus two. Now before I want to get to my selection for my number five pick, I do want to say that there are some shows that I did drop, not necessarily drop, but I'm not really trying to keep up on and I kind of want to elaborate this on a little bit further after we get done yeah. with my number five but I can't seem to want to watch Bongo Stray Dogs I, I can't for some reason every time I look at them like I don't feel like watching now it's not that it's bad <laughs> right it's not that I'm not not looking forward to it but every time I've watched Bungo Stray Dogs it was in a binge matter manner and it always felt better that way for me so every time yeah. I turn this on and then I'm watching it and it doesn't I don't I don't feel as connected to it as I did my previous watches with the seasons because again I I watch it in a binge form. Um, yeah. But, I feel like it's like an emotional uh thing too. Like you imagine sitting down watching the episode of Bungo Stray Dogs and then you gotta wait next week. I know, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's that it, don't feel good. It don't feel good at all. And that's why I'm like, okay, I'm to be fair, I am two episodes behind. So, so uh, me personally, I'm probably going to like wait a little bit more for that one, unless, you know, it get crazy and then go to patreon.com slash Mike check waifu waifu and then catch up by watching tales, watch alongs, uh, and enjoy it that way, to be honest, because I think that'd be Great fun. Job. So uh, that's just what I might do now to my number five. My number five is one that, um, it's got for some reason, we always end up being an isekai podcast. It's not intentional. This shit just happens. But chilling in my 30s after getting fired from the Demon King's army is a show that I feel like is totally worth everybody's time this week. Or not this week, but weekly. It's funny. Um, it has some comedic beats that is extremely, again, just... It actually makes you laugh out loud, in a sense, because of the situations that our main character get put in. But it's a great main character. Um and you and you feel and it's and to be fair it's not even really an isekai it's just this world is just a fantasy world right it's no nobody yeah. got reincarnated or anything like that or brought to this world so i guess i i'm mistaken when i say isekai because it's, it's, it's not it's just a fantasy show in which uh somebody who who's literally 30 uh early 30s gets fired from the demon king army and they have to and they have to survive uh, you start to learn more about the main character and in the town and the village that he's in. You meet great characters, silly moments. Like I said, it's just a fun, wholesome, good show so far, which still has some deeper, larger story elements. You know what I mean? And those big and those story elements are like they kind of go deep when it comes to what what's going on in the background. There's a foreground story and there's a background story, and the background story is huge for the foreground. So. I think it's a good show. Definitely worth to watch on a weekly. Yeah, so what do you th- what do you think about chilling in my thirties? 
right. Chilling in my thirties, I think is I like and I know this is gonna sound kinda kinda funny. Uh the the I can't even remember the name of the anime. The the demon lord is a worked worked at the McDonald's or whatever it oh, was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what's the name of it? I, I oh shit! The, the I know we should know that, right? The listeners are fucking screaming at the radio. I know, right? right? Wow, um, Crystal is definitely yeah. yelling at us. Devil, the devil's a part timer. Devil's a part timer. Yes, my bad. I heard you, Crystal. I, I heard you. Don't kick me in my chin. <laughs> um, it reminds me of Devil's a part timer if it was actually funny. Oh, you gotta stop. That's so yes, I like chilling in my thirties. It's actually a very uh, it's a fun anime. It is very fun. Um now before we get into your number four, I gotta discuss uh gotta discuss something with you. Here we go. I'm I'm kinda not feeling the comebacks. Now what I mean by that is comebacks like Tokyo Revengers mostly because I read it so I kind of know what's going on there and it it is very accurate to the to the manga I definitely like it took me a while to get it like to get into it again but as soon as uh, One Piece and Tokyo Revengers happened I knew that oh I'm like oh I know exactly what's going on now uh, mm-hmm. but I you know I'm not feeling too pressed about watching it I uh, missed this week this episode this week um Villain Saga. I was talking to Ked the Pro on our uh, Twitter at Mike Check White Fool, and he was talking about season one was a slow burn and and blah 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 about Villain Saga, and that's not true. Uh, season one of Villain Saga was almost perfectly paced, in my personal opinion. Ooh, that's a lot of peas. Um, alliteration. <laughs> the alliteration, we love it. But like, I think season one was great. I thought I, I thought it was top tier. Like, with the way it moved, this time it just feels blah and I kind of feel like Thorfinn like I don't even give a fuck about anything that happens now in this show because you know last season kind of it kind of wrapped you know it kind of wrapped up the story of what what Thorfinn kind of been going through for the most part and it's just supposed to take us on a new journey now now I do believe that this probably will pick up uh, according to Daddy's yeah. to talk if we keep watching it it's gonna be something sick and that's cool but maybe I'm just like Maybe now, uh, I'm I'm not patient for the shonen anymore, or as patient as I was for the shonen when I first yeah. you know started this podcast back in the day. Because a lot of the shows that are just pure shonen, pure action shit, I just don't be getting into no more. So, I mean, that's reasonable, but also we know what to expect coming from this, right? If this was like some fresh new shonen, I think we'd be a little bit more engaged and. Um, I mean, like, because let's even be real. When we watched Fire Force, we were all in on Fire Force, and Fire Force is very, very shonen very, anime. Very, yeah. We just really like how they do the world building and the story and everything Absolutely. like that. So I think that there's obviously some missed points here, and it could be the fact that Vinland Saga is extremely real, so they don't have to explain a lot of the world. Right. Um. So that also could draw take away from what we see in in the whole mysticism of the show. It loses some of that magic because of that. Uh. But yeah, like I said, we already know kind of what to expect. Even if even if we didn't get a refresher on season one, even if whatever happened, this right now, uh, I can I'll say it does feel a little slow because I feel like in the first one to two episodes of season one, we was getting you know Thorfinn's dad going out to fight, and then boom, Bruh, Thorfinn's dad so dead, and 
and Thorfinn is all smoke until then, you know, until it's done. So I feel like, uh, I mean, I kind of agree with you on that aspect that maybe season one was better paced. Um, And some of this does feel dragged out, but I guess they have to kind of tell the story in a way. Um, But there's some parts they could just, you know, move a little bit expedite a little bit just a little bit just yeah. to get us get us where the uh where the it bites its teeth or sinks its teeth into us you know and now maybe that'll cause us to complain about the pacing being rushed or whatever listen <laughs> there is there's a time and a place for everything okay world world building and lore can be done at a it can be done at as fast as you want it to be as long as it's good still it has to still be good um and I think we already know the world of Vinland Saga. We already know the world of the characters. We can speed past some of this bullshit that we're kind of going through right now. Mm-hmm. We, we can go straight to Thorfinn's headspace. We can go straight to Thor, what, what Thorfinn is kind of going through to kind of readjust to, to his mission being basically and utterly a fucking bomb because he didn't necessarily get to complete it the way he wanted to complete it. Right. So like, I, I understand. I get it. I get it. Okay. But like it, it could be done better, um, and I just, I just it, this it's just there's no excuse because my hero season six is doing it so well right now. Minus <laughs> minus these last two episodes needing to literally just be flipped. If these last two episodes were flipped, it, this should still be flawless right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I you know I just a villain saga is cool, and I'm looking forward to whatever Dad needs to talk that we're gonna love. But right now, I'm I'm just kind of chilling. I'm not really rushing or pressing. Now, by the time you hear this, episode uh, five would be dropped or four would be dropped and it could pop off because this comes out on Tuesday. Episode four comes. Uh, we record this on Sunday. Episode four comes out on Monday. This episode drops on Tuesday. So we are a little you know, we're technically a lag behind. So she could already be popping off and I could be like my mind could be blown up. Villain Saga is great. But I doubt it. <laughs> you know, I doubt it. We'll see, though. We'll see. I've been wrong before. Uh, and I'm man enough to admit it. Uh, moving on to number four, Tell. All right. Uh, my number four, y'all heard me talk, talk about on here before. Um, look at that. Before, number four. All right. Um, <laughs> but it's Sugar Apple Fairy Tale. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, it is. So it, 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 I kind of find this hilarious, right? You know how we get that 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 adventure fantasy uh anime is in that segment right but what's really cool about this is that it it is adventure kind of fantasy Mm. but it doesn't feel like the adventure battle fantasy you know Mm. this this leans and and a lot of this and it could be because these last two seasons i've really been trying to get in my slice of life bag this anime as well uh very relationship driven there is there is some action here but what i love about this is the the how our two main characters navigate this relationship of you know master and 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 servant and or master and slave more or less and how they're navigating this world and even how we're going to get to what our main character's ultimate goal is uh I, the 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 guy main character he is exactly what he says he is and he doesn't sugarcoat anything even though it's a sugar anime uh and the, our 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 lead woman character 
she she has a goal she's not like shaky on it and she she sets out to do exactly what she planned on doing and that's what she's go for she seems like a character that stands on the word and it's it's a very also another like light anime that just feels like you know right like you start to really develop a, a care for some of these characters in this show so yeah uh definitely another one that i will say is a, a must watch for this season mm. It gives me think of like ancient Magus Bride mm-hmm. okay. without it being the ancient Magus, more or less. But it's it's more like almost flipped. Like if imagine if the ancient Magus was beholden to that girl, like where he had to do everything she said, more or less. Okay. But with uh, a little bit more care put into that. I, I can't say into that relationship because they had a really good relationship. But with more care put into how she addresses her her ownership of him so it's it's a really cool concept i enjoy it um i know dad needs to talk said it, it it was similar to another one he he watched in the previous season about a raven so uh, it to me is really good really clean uh fresh kind of another fresh uh take on it interesting now this is where it gets a little tough for me for my this is my number four right yes you're number four sir what you got for us Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So there's a I wanna I wanna I wanna put a caveat out here because we were just talking about this before we started recording. Let me give my number four and then we'll we'll put out the caveat. Okay. My number four is gonna be uh farming in another world. Now farming in another world is so fucking cute, man. It's it's just ador- absolutely adorable. Um it's about uh, it's an isekai. Yes, yes, I know. It's an isekai, but it's about a guy who was a, who who basically had the worst luck. And I talked about this in the previous in the in our uh, in our uh, you know first episode of the winter season about him being sickly. He was he was he from the moment he was born he was always sick, permanently in the hospital bed until he finally kicked the bucket in his early twenties, mid twenties. Then. Uh, he meets God. God says, look, man, I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I gave you the punishment of, a, of someone who didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve the life you had. So this time I'm going to give you the choices to live in whatever lifestyle you want and whatever kind of world you want. And not really not whatever world you want, but whatever kind of lifestyle you want. And this wholesome guy said, when I was in, laying in a hospital bed, the only thing I did was watch farming videos. And I always wanted to become a farmer. So God was like, wait, you don't want great power. You don't want this. You don't want that. You don't, Nope. I just want, I just want to be able to farm and, uh, and live my life different than what I've had in previous life. Um, and God hooked him up. God mm-hmm. reached out to the God of agriculture and they gave him this tool that he can transform. He can basically use to transform at any time. And he starts his life in this forest where he builds his farm home. And it's literally just him living a farming life. And, they, and they're teaching you about different, the way different crop, crops grow and, and, and just different ways to build bathrooms and, and, and water canals and wells and all kinds of little neat stuff. But it's adorable. The characters are so likable. You even love some of these animals that, that come get involved into the show. It's, it's a great show. And I definitely 
do think it's worth watching. I find it to be adorably enjoying. Like I watch it with a smile on my face. You know how uh, there we find those shows all the time where we just watch it and and enjoy. Now some might find it boring, but this is this is my list. So this is my five. So this is more so along the lines of people who are closer to the slice of life side of anime. I mean, to be fair, outside of what Tell's been describing here recently, which seems to be him leaning towards that more what more that way too. But <laughs> but I do think farming life in another world is definitely worth being on this list for sure. Now, to slide to the caveats. The caveat we established during this particular uh list that we're creating is the shows that are unfortunately delayed. There are two particular shows that are delayed. One is not delayed quite yet, but one is, and that's near automata is delayed. I think until about April due to COVID reasons and same with Kubo. I can guarantee you both near and Kubo will both been on our list. If it wasn't delayed, I think Kubo is delayed after episode four or five. Uh, uh, shout out to TCB NYC who joined our discord. You can join our discord too. Um, links are in the announcement link of this podcast or just Google my check wife wife discord. Um, but yeah, it's they're delayed to April. I think Kubo was delayed after episode five. So after episode five, six through the rest of it is delayed, unfortunately, until April. So you could just think of that as another core. Uh, maybe that will still be eligible. No, it won't be. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I do think that. Those, Those have definitely been on our list. Easy. So unfortunately, we can't choose those. But Tell can choose something for his number three. All right. So my number three, um, Tomo Chan is a girl. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if Polo been watching this one at all. Yes. Do you like this one? Yes. I actually, I really like this <laughs> a whole fucking lot, bro. And I love the fact that it's dubbed by two great dub voice actors. Mm-hmm. One of them we're oh, wait, to is the it show. English dubbed already? Is no, it the, the English is, is, it's a simo dub, bro. You Yo, get, I've it, been watching this in English the whole time. The, the male character is the voice of Lemillion. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and he's the main character of Grimgar and Fantasy and Ash. He's a great voice actor. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I, I do need to watch it dub, But, yo, I've been really enjoying this, especially like, uh, so seeing how uh, Junichiro kind of handled that relationship. Talk to him about the show first. Let him know what it's about. So Tomo-chan is a girl is about um, a relationship with these three friends, right? Um, And essentially uh, these three friends all have these very different personalities, but it's mostly about uh, Tomo-chan who has a crush on Junichiro and Junichiro also has a crush on her you know, likewise. But we don't know that yet. Well, we don't officially know it, but Tomo-chan is like a, uh, she's very, you can say masculine presenting. She is, she's a bigger, you know, stronger girl and she acts like a guy. Yeah, tomboy. That's exactly what it is. She acts like a guy. She does everything that these, that her guy friends do. So, uh, she's trying to get into a a space where she can be a little bit more uh, open with how she feels about Junichiro. Uh, well, I love did. how. Oh, Let me help you out here. Let me tag you. Go ahead, because I know I know you want to be a part of it. So the the first the first episode is literally her confessing her love to her best friend, which is the the guy that tell is describing is Janichiro. Like that's literally the first minute of the first episode. 
But because she's so masculine and and tomboyish, she just he just kind of sees her as the bro. And what she's trying to do, is, as Tell said, is present herself in a more feminine way so then they can become more of a couple. That's right. what the show is about. And it's fucking hilarious. It's so good. It's, it's great. It's so good. You know, the um, just for a little fun fact, the girl that, oh, what's her name? The blonde haired girl? Oh, uh, Carol. Carol. The girl that played Carol, who voices her in uh, Japanese, also voiced her in the uh, English dub, which is dope. Let's go. <laughs> That's, fucking That's dope. why when she spoke English, it didn't seem like she was absolutely just trash at it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 great. It's a great show. I can't believe you're. I, I'm shocked that you're watching this one. What do you mean? I love Tomo China's a girl. I didn't know you were watching it too, though. Oh my bad. I ain't you speak know? up. No, you yeah, know? I didn't know it was gonna be on your list either. That's. I really. I've been. I didn't think you was gonna. I didn't think you was watching this one. I, I was like, yo, this one definitely gonna go under polo radar. But no, my I, bad. <laughs> I definitely is. That's crazy. That that was a big surprise. Um. Okay. All right. Anything in between we want to throw in here? Uh, no. My number was my number three. Uh, yeah, yeah, number three, bro. Bro, this is crazy. My number three is gonna be uh camping, uh, campfire cooking in another world with an upsurge mm-hmm. skill. You watching this one? Yep. Thank goodness. I already talked to y'all about how this starts, but it's about a, a businessman who accidentally gets summoned with some students who are heroes in the world in this world. So he's caught in this world, but he's just a regular salary man in Japan who's brought to this world with the skill of grocery, online grocery. <laughs> and it's, fuck, it's hilarious because what the skill allows him to do is he basically online orders food in this, in this world, this medieval world where people has never seen anything like, you know, this cuisine. And, he's, and he literally just is starting his adventure cooking and it's, it's animated by MAPPA, which is very strange because it's really just like a normal show. Like this is something like you would see, I don't know, somebody like Silverlink producing or something like that. Somebody who's not as pronounced as MAPPA. But MAPPA, MAPPA, MAPPA is also animating this on top of eight other shows this season. But it's it's a funny show, man. It's a really, really good show. <laughs> uh, basically, our, our, our main character gets involved with a... Uh, Essentially, you can call him a deity, and they go on adventures from here. But the the, the price that our main character has to pay is to making sure he cooks the deity some great food. And All I promise time. you, I promise you, you will laugh. I promise you, you will love the way this food look. I promise you, you will love like the main character. It's so far has been so good. It's been so good. And can I just, I'm going to just throw in here real quick. Bro, be caramelizing onions for every meal. (laughs) Every meal, he caramelizing onions. I think that's a Japanese thing, but you're right. He'll be cooking. He like, and then you throw in the onions and and use it to deglaze and then caramelize. Wait till they caramelize. All right, bro. That's like the seven meal you caramelize the onions for. It's 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 like three times a day you cooking for Fenrir. It's wild. (laughs) How much does bro eat? And um, but it is, it is, it's like, on top of all of that, like just thinking about, cause it's not, I don't even think it's really like technically like a funny anime, but it's just funny when you kind of like look at it and think about it like, yes. like that. Yes. But it's like, it's also just like, 
so chill. It, yep. it is one hundred percent like we're going in. What's what is, what is he going to pull out of his uh his bag this time? What is he going to get from the grocery store this time? And it's dope just to kind of see like if you were in another world, like you just drop groceries in from somewhere else, and just like how amazing it is. And not to mention the uh the stat buffs is wild. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we learning more and more Why about that stay? as it goes on. But definitely, definitely check that one out. I, I enjoy it, man. I think a lot of people will enjoy it. Even if you're not like that, press don't like Isaka stuff. It's just a fun story. Um, to tells number two. Uh, so this one for me is this is gonna be me getting back into the Isekai. But Reborn to Master the Blade. Uh this is one. Uh, about essentially, and I, I don't think I've talked about this one much, but this is one of the ones I've been waiting, waiting the most, waiting for uh, the most week to week. Um, basically, this is about a, a, a king who who dies uh, and is reincarnated. You know, he's given a chance to be reincarnated into the world again, and his his essentially his goal was to no longer just be the king. It's similar to like what's the other one, the the, the strongest exorcist. It's similar to that. In the sense of this guy was the greatest king, left a great kingdom behind. Died in a, I'm not. I don't have it in a specific order. Oh, okay, I'm just asking. Like this. this yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's not in a specific order. This ain't specifically my number sense. two. Okay, my bad. Polo did his in a specific order, but this one is about uh, essentially he gets reincarnated into a world where he can be the strongest but he's not he's actually practicing his his uh his blade skills and it's actually for me just been mad enjoyable in terms of like let's just go out and and see what the world has to offer uh a pretty good uh palate cleanser for me damn man um i i'm shocked that you didn't choose that this one but i guess i'm gonna have to my number two (laughs) this is really tough man I don't. I don't know what your number one is gonna be. You don't, and I'm pretty sure you don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be watching my number one. This is fucked up because there's two I want to put in here. <laughs> there's three I want to put in here, but I only got two left. Okay. And I don't know if you want to put this one in. So, which one do I think is more worth it than being in there? Strategy games. Oh, this sucks, man. This is gonna suck. I just, gotta hope, I just gotta hope that this is your number one. You said that I'm not watching it? You're not watching the one I'm watching. Fuck, bro. How are we gonna miss this one out of this list? We are fu- you, I don't understand these shits that you added to your list at all. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know why you feel like these are must watches, but it's stressing me out. Because the one you just mentioned <laughs> does not deserve to be in there over the the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world. It doesn't doesn't need to be in there opposed to this. Okay. But I cannot complete this list without saying Trigun. Trigun belongs in this fucking list. Oh, but hear me out, no, I didn't think no, we were doing no, that. No, you can't this is a new Trigun. This is brand new. It's brand uh, new. I, I didn't think it's we were doing new. it like that. It's brand new. I, really and like and that. I would put Trigun in. And it's fucking fire, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's fire. This is a must watch. You have to be watching this one this season. This Trigun. In my opinion. In my opinion, this Trigun is better than the OG Trigun. I said it. I, I am enjoying it more. Better. It's way better. The pacing is so much better. And I think, and I think it deserves to be on this list. So there's no way in hell. Even though my number two was going to be the reincarnation of the strongest exorcist in another world, because I thought Tail was going to put Trigun in there somewhere, I 
I, I gotta put Trigun in there as my number two. You gotta hear me out. I didn't. I was thinking Trigun didn't count because it was a given. It's Trigun. They did. They brought. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's, they brought it back. It, but it's cleaner. It's. It's just. Nah, it's been amazing, bro. The list is guaranteed. People gotta watch Trigun anyway, man. It don't count. <laughs> something else. This is the honorable mention. <laughs> we don't have honorable mentions I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the camera. I ain't looking at Polo no more. <laughs> Obviously, watch Trigun. That's crazy. I gotta, I gotta tell y'all to watch Trigun on the list, bro. Come on, pull. There's, All right. But there's still three more that I would have put in there if, if I thought. To be honest, okay. Two of the things that you said, I didn't think were going to be on the, on your list at all. I don't know what the oh. fuck those other ones was. I didn't say I didn't see them being there. But reincarnation, I thought you was going to have, and Trigun, I thought you was going to have. Okay. So then I'm like, well, fuck. Now I'm stuck between this one, this one. <laughs> and this one and this one which is the two that I, I was okay with being stuck with but like uh, well so okay I would I would have if I had known you was thinking Trigun I would have I would have rearranged okay. the things we're gonna make this list 11 fuck it we're gonna make this list 11 and just add Trigun fuck it alright thank you let's do that can, can you give me something different <laughs> yes my number two <laughs> Is going to be for my slice of life romance lover specifically. And that's the ice guy and his cool female colleague. Mm-hmm. Okay. That that this show is fantastic. Um I'm not again, I'm not choosing reincarnated as an exorcist or whatever the fuck it was called. But I'm choosing this. Um because I think this is something that not a lot of people are watching. Not a lot of people are talking about, but I got a feeling that if you watch it, you will enjoy it. If you're a slice of life romance fans fan. Specifically, so I think this deserves to be on the list. Unfortunately, I'm sad that I had to choose between this and reincarnation because I thought Tills gonna have reincarnation, so I can't even put that in my list. So I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Ice guy, uh, his cool female colleague, very good show. Again, um, let me just, I, I, it threw me all off. It threw me all off. Let me get back to the, let me get back to the show. This show is particularly about a guy who's a descendant from the, uh, uh, from, I, th- I think they call it a snow angel or some shit like that. Uh, let me make sure I get this right. A descendant of the uh, uh, Yukionis, which is funny because an inspector, that's what they just had. Uh, but he's a descendant of, of her. So his, um, he wears his emotion on his sleeve quite literally because the moment his, he's emo- emotionally, it kind of causes something to have uh, a physical reaction with his body. So, for instance, whenever he gets too excited, snowman pop out of his pop out of his body or if he's too nervous, wherever he's like, if he's too nervous in his hands will start to freeze over, etc. He meets this colleague or this girl um, who is extremely cool, calm and collective. I mean, you don't have to worry about her ever getting flustered. She doesn't really smile. She doesn't really show much emotion at all, period. And they end up meeting and it end up becoming this extremely cute back and forth between this guy who who is internally internally voicing his um, his emotion. And when he does that, it causes the effect of his, his snow powers to to erupt. And you have this girl who is stone faced, bone dry, very straightforward, but nice and sweet and just the kindest little lady that you ever see. I think this one is definitely worth to watch. A romance wise, it's so good so far. Like she so knows good. them every time. Almost every time. It's adorable, man. It's a really, really, really good slice of life romance. I couldn't I couldn't continue this list without it. For sure. 
For sure. Until you're your number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, my number one is probably actually, though, like, it's probably actually my number one. Uh, and I know you're not watching this one, but I, I, it's Buddy Daddies, bro. Mm. And it's another slice of life. It is not a romance. Um, it, it's about essentially two guys, right? Um, who are government hitmen, or not even government hitmen, but they're hitmen. And they go out, they take jobs specifically on like drug dealers and stuff like that, people who are out hurting others, like, you know, maliciously and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but essentially, um, one of our main characters, or in the first episode, the guy they're taking out is a, tra- he's trafficking women and whatnot. And they go in, and the little girl is told that her dad is here in this same building. Um, he goes in, so, takes out the hitman, and yeah, that's like kind of first episode. Okay, but just talk to me about what the show is about. It's about these hitmen. Yeah. So it's these hitmen, they're, bro- they're friends, best friends, okay, but best they work friends. together, okay. and they sense. end up they end up adopting this little girl uh, through forgeries and whatnot and oh. just going day to day with her. She is the absolute cutest little girl. Her name is Miri. Um, but I just, she gives you everything that Anya didn't give you. It reminds me of that Yakuza's daughter. Yes. Like how she, she is. Fantastic. She is the same kind of girl. Um, just with, and I mean, it, it's that same kind of relationship almost. Is like they're super protective. They're obviously killers, but you know, she's well protected but they're doing everything they can to make her have this like really good life her mother well i can't can't tell that yeah, details yeah, yeah. yes really really good anime um especially if you want something like wholesome clean uh nice to to clear all the action out with if you're watching a ton of action which i actually don't think we're watching a ton of action this season i mean we are but we're just not talking about it <laughs> um and funny enough, man, like the, a, a part of the reason why I didn't want to turn this on is because the. <laughs> should I say this out loud? I think I'm going to say it. Say it out loud, bro. It's just I like I love I love our Twitter at my check waifu waifu. But every time I get on there is there's the ladies. Y'all are, y'all are ridiculous with this show. And it just makes me not want to watch it. Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. Looking, looking at the way these ladies act. Okay, which y'all are way worse than we are when it comes to like female characters. Like the men on my on our timeline, my check white food specifically on our timeline do not get this googly eyed for the females, except for exception Habana. Habana is the only one that got us like that. But I digress. The way y'all are about these buddy daddies, I'm like, okay, this seems like a boy's love now because everything that they talk about makes it seem like they 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 love each other or something like that. Which that's, is that's a topic for another day. Nothing against it. Nothing <laughs> against it. I'm just you know I, I'm that's not my thing. Um, but <laughs> that's why I didn't want to watch it. So I actually might pick it up now. Yeah, it's it's not. They are not romantically involved at all. But it's still. Um, it's it's almost like you got a, a daughter with your best friend, but like that's weird. Y'all just, y'all just like taking care of her. There's no like anything else. It's just mm. trying to be a job and taking care of this little girl. Easily number one for me, the angel next door spoils me rotten. This this is in a particular order for me. Yes, this is the number one anime. I feel you should have you have to be watching. If you're a slice of life fan, I'll throw in that caveat because not a lot of people are slice of life fans. Not a lot of people can go into a show and not see any fists being thrown and be able to sit through 23 minutes of, of a show. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that, but try it. 
Okay, just try a slice of life. I promise it might change your life. Okay, mm-hmm. it just might. It just might. This one is special. Very, very special. Like I don't even know how to begin. It's it's a, it's about a guy named Amine who who lives the very regular, regular side character, background character life. Goes to school, comes home from school, goes to school, come home from school, get middling grades, and just lives his life. Till one day he meets a girl that he sees on a park who is, I think uh, it was raining out. Was it ra- was it the raining outside? It was the first one? Yeah, yeah rain, it was it was raining outside, and she was sitting on a swing holding without an umbrella while he was holding an umbrella. So he uh, selflessly gave up his uh his umbrella to her and said, you know, I'll, I'll take care of myself. And a lot of shit ensues. The girl that he helps end up being one of the like most popular girls in school, who is always. Uh, catered to apparently um, <laughs> and it's just it's just a natural loving growing anime with characters who don't what did, uh, what did uh, the wonder of Ivy say they don't uh, have that miscommunication plot yes that miscommunication plot that's in every slice of life romance anime they don't have it is is this feels the most natural I talked about it at the beginning of the show how I gave me the love don't cost a thing vibes it's just so clean it's just a really clean show and I promise you if you watch it you would not be disappointed I I will say if you're not a slice of life fan but if you're not a slice of life fan you wouldn't it'd be just I don't think do you okay as a newer slice of life person tell do you think coming into this as a shonen only you'll be able to get into it no I think this I think this is hard to appreciate if because like Thank you, you got to go through the 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 miscommunication plots and be like, man, I can understand that, and then be like, why mm. I hate this, and then you kind of get to that point. Like I see my slice of life. You started me off with like you're lying in April, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you was like, go watch your lying in April, and I watched it. There's not really any miscommunication there, but it's there's something else driving it outside of the miscommunication. Emotional trauma. The angel <laughs> next door. The miscommunication is not driving it. It's the actual relationship. So you. You know, you got to get people who you got to get people who aren't there yet there. You know, a way, a reason to be there. My tell them is the perfect episode name (laughs) for you to be introduced this week because you just total. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm so happy that to know that the manga and the light novel is still releasing. I I just I hope we get a second season like instantly of this. If not, I might have to read it for sure. I I can already see that because this is too uh. It's too right. It's too right. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. It's too right. Um, and that is the 10 or tell you want to go through the 10 anime, or 11 because we made it 11. The 11 right. anime All you right. should be watching this winter season. So I'm going to start with Polo since he's got his in a, a specific order. Yeah. His number five is chilling in my 30s. Number four is farming in another world. Number three, campfire cooking. Uh... Ice Guys is number two, and then the Angel Next Door spoils me rotten is number one with the honorable mention of Trigun. No, no, not honorable mention. The number, the number one one. The number one one. <laughs> <laughs> or one two, I should say. One, one dash two. Yeah, it is. And then you put an A on there for near automata. All right. <laughs> mine is the Magical Revolution. Like I said, no specific order for mine. The Magical Revolution, Sugar Apple Fairy Tale, Tomo Chan is a Girl, Reborn to Master the Blade. And buddy daddies. These lists of anime will be in the show notes. Um, right, Till? You'll help me out with yes, that. Okay. I got you. <laughs> These will be in the show notes. So, 
make sure you check them out there. Again, use AddyList. If you're on AddyList, make sure you follow us at uh, AddyList.co slash user slash Polo Born Fly or slash get at King Teliano or not at King Teliano, just King Teliano. And you can get access to everything that we watch when we watch it. It's 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 a it's the perfect way of keeping track of anime. I said it a hundred times. Um, it's better than my anime list or any of the other sites. I think AddyList.co is the best best place to go um, and follow our anime watches from there. Now, to be honest, will we stop watching these the shows that we did not mention in this list? No. Well, well I also wanted to talk about are there any that you want to drop so far from this okay. season? All right. So the, the the ones that I did drop. Let me see if I can find it. Was it Ayashi Triangle or some shit like that? I want to find the proper name of it. But it's basically, it's about these ninja. It's a shonen. And this is why I think I'm just becoming impatient with a just typical shonen. But it's about this, uh, this ninja who's also an exorcist. And his best friend, his childhood best friend, this girl, is uh, gifted, I guess, where all the yokai and stuff want to eat her because she has abundant, uh, an abundance of power. Um, he meets this fucking cat. It's, it's just a terrible anime. He meets this cat, he battles, and he's about to exercise it because the cat is literally a god. And the god, he's like the, the god of cats or whatever. And he's about to eat his best friend and the guy that cats decide that he's going to just turn the male character into a female. And now this guy has to live as a female with his best friend because he didn't want the cat didn't want the male dude to get close to the female. Um, and they become a couple. So he turned her, he turned him into a woman, which is just so fucking stupid. It's just so dumb. Um, even as an edgy is just ridiculously stupid. Um, that's when I dropped. I, I don't know if I'm gonna continue Bungo Stray Dogs until it's done and just watch the, the watch alongs all on Patreon together with you so I could feel like we was sitting on the couch, you know? Um <laughs> and then I don't know, man. I'm so sad that we didn't mention Inspector, but that's mostly for people who've seen season one. Inspector season two has been really fucking good. Really good. Like really good. Spy classroom, I like a lot still. Yep. I can't drop that. Maybe even this is about to sound crazy, but maybe even Tokyo Avengers. Dropping it. Maybe. It might be better as a binge. I can I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just as a binge, relax guys, okay? I'm not I'm not hating on it. I think I think most people hear me out. And I'm not singling you out specifically, Kev, but I feel like a lot of people feel like I hate these shows. I want to make one thing clear, okay? I loved Vinland Saga. I like Vinland Saga still. I like my hero. I like the shows. But I just can't. I don't. I don't. They don't. They don't grab me in the same way they grab most people. Maybe I'm just built Diffy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> built Diffy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a twitch.tv slash polo born flower reference. If you, uh, if you get that. But it's, uh, you know, I don't. I just. It just don't. Just don't carry with me as as much as some of these other shows I mentioned. And now these other shows I mentioned, they might not even hit with you. You might be like, what the fuck is this farming life in another world? It's boring. But you know, I'm I'm here to give people the different the, the different stuff. And if you like it, you like it. I hope you like it. And if you don't, you know I'm not the one for you, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel it. 
Where it is. Uh, my, my drops would be, um, and I'm, I'm going to give it one more episode, but I'm not sure yet. Maybe two. But I, I feel like it's almost definitely going to be dropping Giant Beast of ours. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know if I'm missing something, but it, it just seems so incohesive. Uh, <laughs> like there's just too much going on, but none of it is together. Mm, no cohesion, bro. That's a good way of putting it. You know what showed it out? I don't want to drop, but it's not good. Like, okay, it's not that it's bad. Because it's not bad, but it's also just animated poorly. And it's the one I talked about at the beginning of the season. It's the one that has a, a brand new studio doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's the Ice Blade Sorcerer. So I rule the yeah. world. Like, it's it's not great. It doesn't look great at all. But I think it's one that we should watch just to support this new studio. The story is, you know, is there. It's not a bad story. You still watching it? Yeah. You know, I he, like he it. Tried it. You know, he, he did his he, thing. Yeah, he, he <laughs> definitely did his thing for sure. And it's interesting. But, you know, it's not, I'm not going to recommend it to everybody. I think people should watch it, though. Show yeah. the studio some love. The experienced anime viewers who don't care about uh, looks, it don't have to be too special. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I like it. I like it. I like it. it it's like that though. Sometimes, you know, like I said, yeah. to me, the Saints' magic powers omnipotent is one of those anime that I just didn't think everybody needed to watch, but it was good. Bro, no, that shit, that shit was so good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It's still so good. It's still. You're not wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I did. Just some some stuff. And then so. saving eight thousand gold in another world. Y'all can also drop that one. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember that was gonna be a sleeper. <laughs> it's not that it's bad. It's just it's it's so middling that it is it's okay to call it mid. Speaking of sleeper, your sleeper is still pretty good, I think. Personally, yeah, it, it's 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 mad decent. <laughs> I ain't mad at it, but yeah. it's like must it's, watch. Eh, you know. Yeah, I think that if um. If it if it didn't feel like almost like it's gonna lean into power of friendship, I would mm-hmm. be more into it because I really like the division almost. But yeah, I agree. It's it's a little slow, but not slow in the way of villain saga slow, but slow in the way of progressing forward towards the main story because the show is titled Negan Fusion: Adventures Who Don't Believe in Humanity Will Save the World. Let's get to the saving the world part. We kind of doing yeah. these little slow slide side job missions. And they're fine. Maybe we. This is the part where it actually starts. But you know, I, I think I think it's you know it's okay. It's not bad. It's not a bad sleeper. You've had some bad sleepers before, like that card game one. I, you I didn't even know it was a card game, bro. I didn't know. Build divide. You build divide. Can you believe you chose that shit? I thought it was gonna be dope I, too. I to can't be believe it. I yeah, 100% me too. believe me too. it. Because <laughs> I would probably like, no. This seemed like it'd be all right. Yeah. First episode was pretty solid. It was everything after that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Imagine having a card game uh, anime where the first episode is good and then you just go straight downhill. <laughs> now I'm returning every card I bought. Are straight you downhill, man. Wow. It's wild. It's wild. That's <laughs> funny to reminisce on the past, man. If y'all was listening to us for that long, shout out to y'all. But all right, let's get into this recommendation roulette. This is where one of us rolls a year and then we give you a recommendation based on that year. We start from 07 to 2022. Um and go from there. So I'm about to roll right now, and the year is 2012. Let's go. A little bit older this time, finally. Oh, I don't think I was born yet. This is a year we got already because this. Uh, I recommended this one. Uh, 
Ayuka. A slice of life mystery that was pretty good. I think I did. Did I? Uh, what was it? Say it one more time. How you can't like mm, Maybe I'm I didn't. Sure. Yeah, I didn't recommend that one. How, is Hayuka what should be what should be had? No, it's just Hayuka. H Y O U K. Yeah, did yeah. I do that one before? All right, well, that's my recommendation. This one's fucking great. This is a great show. Twenty-two episodes, so quite long, but. It's a slice of life mystery that is extremely dope because the main character is, again, my favorite type of main character. The main character that's just like nonchalant and just kind of do his own thing and shit just happens around him. He just so happens to be involved in. Um, I do think Hayoka is a very, very good show. I think I want to do a rewatch of this soon. I, I just miss it. And I love the, I love the art styles of it, too. I really do. So Hayuka, check that show out. Slice of life mystery. Uh, I think that's a good choice, even though uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna get into it eventually. Oh, that my God, 2000 year was fucking fire. 2012, I mean, holy shit, you got oh, yeah, you got oh, I think I recommend. I remember it was Say I Love You, I think I recommend it before. All right, um, I had to go back up. So, what the one I'm going here? to recommend. I just saw you. Where you at? Not guilty crown. I'm gonna recommend Simple Gear season one was pretty solid okay. uh, for a musical, uh, and it is a Sailor Moon esque magical girl anime. Ain't gonna touch it. <laughs> you ain't gotta touch it, Polo. Audio wise, though. Uh, I think it had great audio, great visuals. It looked, uh, like I said, beautiful and everything like that. Um, great voice acting. It's just, you know, girls. It, action was solid. But the, the, the girly aspect of it, if you, don't, if you can't get past it, don't watch it. But if you can, it's pretty enjoyable. Just a reminder, guys. Those of you that don't know, the recommendation rule is for us to pick stuff that isn't popular. Okay, so stuff we feel like people has never seen before. So shout out to Crystal because last time we got 2012, she's like, you could have mentioned K, but K was on, K was very popular. Wanna, it was very yeah. popular. So that's why we didn't mention that. Um, or Psychopaths or Sword Art or JoJo's. Well, we would never. Or High School DXD. Yeah, exactly. Phase, phase Zero Season 2. Like there's some shit in here. Like, oh my God, so much good shit in that in 2012. But yeah, um, that's why. Uh, we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, we're going to spoil My Hero. We're going to spoil uh, And Your Next Door, spoil Me Riding. And we're also going to spoil Eminence in Shadow. Uh, let me find the episodes in particular, because I want y'all to be prepared. So, episode 17 of My Hero. Episode 4 of The Girl Next Door, Spoil Me Riding. And episode 16. Nope, that's Blue Lock. Definitely not spoiling that, because who gives a fuck? Um... Episode 17 of Eminence and Shadows. We'll be right back after these.
And welcome black to episode 189 of my check waifu waifu. Um, all right, let's start. Let's get right into it. Episode 17 of My Hero Academia, season six. Uh, fuck it. This episode was amazing. Amazing. Now, it took me about, I don't know, let's say 18, no, 15 minutes to find out why everybody hated Endeavor. Because at first, <laughs> at first, I was completely fine with everything. I'm like, okay. Why do people hate Endeavor? Why do people hate Endeavor? Why do people hate Endeavor until the uh, physical abuse came in? Now, at first, I was about to go off. I was about to be the fucking villain here. I was about to be the only one that loved Endeavor until I saw the physical abuse. But let me, let me, let me, let me explain. All right, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, shoot my shit real quick. So let's do it. The Endeavor story about Toya. Yes, did he handle it wrong? Kinda. I think he handled it in the way he understood would make sense for the situation at first. Now, mind you, I'm only talking about at first. And by at first, I mean before the physical abuse, because I don't fucking play that shit. Physical abuse came in. That's so like, no, nah, whatever your issue is, you do not do that. I don't give a fuck who you are. Now, before that, he was it was his son trying his best to please his father to get him to pay attention to him so he can surpass all might because that was his father father's dream he wanted to make his father happy right. now that that became he became a little possessive of that and now instead of endeavor sitting him down and talking to him about the situation in a father fatherly fatherly manner and by explaining he did explain it to him he, he, he definitely explained to him hey you can't do this but instead of explaining it to him in a way a father should he explained it to him in a way of making it seem like you're just not good enough. Was it that specifically? No, it was just because the way he is, the way he was raised or the way he was brought up or how, the way he thinks, he thought that was okay. He thought he, what he did was enough. He didn't, he didn't completely like, cause I thought he was like beating kids ass. I thought he was fucking these kids up. I thought he was doing all kinds of te- like the way y'all made it seem, the margaritas made it seem, just mm-hmm. made it seem like he was just fucking these kids up, like to the whips, run on that treadmill, run on, blah, 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 blah. No, it, it wasn't that, it wasn't that deep. He, he knew that, he knew that if Toya stuck around him, he would, or stuck around any heroes, period, he would try to continue to become a hero. And to, we know that if Toya continued to try to be a hero and try to train, he did nothing but hurt himself. Mm-hmm. To, to the maximum like fucking burned himself every time he used his power which fucking sucks which sucks it sucks for Toyo like it's it's absolutely horrible but still at first I didn't think the mental break should have came as strong as it did maybe it was just like the writing or something like that I think that mental break was a little too abrupt for Toya. Um he got a little it just it felt real forced at first yeah. again I'm talking about before the physical abuse and then when all that happened and Endeavor lost his shit and started abusing his wife that's when I'm like okay fuck this dude like I absolutely hate him again before that I thought he was fine I thought he was a fine dad who just miscommunicated with his son like and that's perfectly fine like no dad is gonna be perfect shit my dad is <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't communicate at all <laughs> but <laughs> it's like it's it, it, and it's not a, and it wasn't even as bad as Endeavor like like my dad was worse than Endeavor 
in that sense, and you know, until the physical abuse came in. The physical abuse came in. That's when I'm like, okay, I, I get it now. But I think this episode was was done well, but still written weird. Yeah. I know I wasn't the first person to say that. I forget who said it on Twitter, but somebody else said the same thing. Like, it was just written weird. And what, what was it? Was it like the placement of how things came out? No. Like, no, because it... it, it it was clear that the it seemed like the writer was trying to make it known that we're not supposed to hate Endeavor before, like before the physical abuse. Of course, remember that we're not supposed mm-hmm. to hate Endeavor because it's Toya latching on to what his father said. It's Toya that's 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 right. so adamant about doing what his father told him basically not to do because his father soon after told him like, look, no, you can't you can't be a hero. Maybe it wasn't done in the right way for a kid to understand that, but. You just can't. You just focus on playing with you. There's a hundred million ways for you to do other stuff. Like even both, both Endeavor and his mom said there's a hundred million ways for you to live your life without having necessarily be a hero. But because Endeavor wore his disappointment on his sleeve and then they started having more and more kids and they're like trying to slowly push him to do something that he don't know anything about. It kind of turned him into this fucking weirdo, but it just didn't it didn't it didn't feel right because it made it seem like it would have been better if it, if 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 Endeavor was more of a dick towards his son for him to make that flip. Does that make sense? That's if what I should have said. More of a emotionally de- destructive person, right? Yes, yes. If he emotionally destroyed Toya to make him like this, that would have felt better. <laughs> it's weird to say that. It's fucking weird to say that. For him to be as twisted and demented as he is, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it. Again. Cause he Toya never even saw the physical abuse to his mother because it didn't happen until after Toya exploded. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like I, it could have been like he was beating his mom ass. Like you gave me Toya. Toya fucking stinks. It's your fault. Like that. That would have sucked. And him seeing his mom get beat, but he was he was a part of the problem. Like like he was attacking his mom. Like it, it just felt. It didn't feel. None of that feel justified uh, mm-hmm. or earned. Or anything like that. Like it just didn't feel as strong as it should have. It could have been stronger. I liked it though. I, I think like, that did that make sense though. I'm sorry, Till. Did that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I I, okay. I understand that point of view, and then like even like looking back at it, it's like I kind of I get it. I uh, completely understand that point of view. Um, I think like my my issue with Endeavor, and I do think that you can make it up, but I don't think that it can be completely salvaged. Was the fact that like um. Cause yeah, he wasn't absolutely berating and and no, like vocally evil and mean to his son. But I do think that there comes a point to where like uh, you have to realize your actions, like because his son is malleable. You know, he wants his yes. dad's attention. He wants his dad's love. Yes. And his actions, even though he said, you know, you're not. It's not going to be okay for you to be a hero. You're not cut out for to be a hero. Let's try and find you something different. Even, no matter how he said that, because of he knows what his dad's position is, position is, he knows what his dad's biggest ambition is. Yep. Even though he was a good dad throughout all of this, right? He was a he was like, I love my son, and he was smiling and playing with his son, and all that stuff. The the I think part of the the psychosis or psychological issue is that he watched his dad tell him, you can't help me fulfill my dream, even though that's what I've wanted from you for the whole time. He feels like he can't do what his dad always wanted. And I'm not saying that that warrants a psychological break or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, absolutely. But we can't, 
I guess we can't really dictate how it happens, but I mean, this is an anime, so it did seem a bit extreme. Um, yes, that's, that's like, my it's issue. It's not as bad as like what Shigaraki had going on at home. Yeah, exactly. Because um, Shigaraki was directly getting his ass beat. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I do think that it doesn't uh, save Endeavor in the end at all because, you know, he not only was he like that to Toya, all of his kids in between, he was also not necessarily verbally abusive to them, but visibly disappointed at the fact that they weren't what he wanted. And it's like, you, you're now treating your kids like an accessory as a, as an item, as an invention sure. instead yeah. of like an actual person. Yeah. And I, that in itself is mentally damaging. Mm. Like they, like if you treat a person like a, like an item, even though you give them everything else in the world, there are quite literally kids in this, in this world who shoot schools for that same exact treatment. I, th- I think he worked. You know, I I think he worked. I personally yeah. think he he worked. And you, what? And no offense to any of these kids, but what do these regular, regular ass kids know anything about what's going on? They don't know anything. They don't know nothing. So yes, it's dead. Like it's dead wrong. I'm not saying be a fucking deadbeat. I would never be a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. I was raised like I, my father was. Like I'm. Um, and, and to this day, like I like my father fine. Me and my father has a cool relationship. Uh, when I see him, I hug him. Dad, I love you. And so on and so forth. But I don't, uh, uh, I'm just built diffy. But I don't think, I, I don't think just not being there as often as you could is enough to flip the fuck out. It's just not. I don't, I don't, I don't care what anybody, it's just not. It's just, and then to grow up after that and become a murderer like an absolute murderer when your dad is this this renowned hero to get this fucking quote unquote payback because your dad didn't kiss you enough like gotta stop it's the same as Shigaraki though because Shigaraki's issue is that he felt like he couldn't be a hero even though he wanted to be a hero Shigaraki's dad's issue which led his dad to abuse Shigaraki was that he felt like his mom abandoned them to save people that they don't know Endeavor essentially was trying to do the same thing and that's that's why, like I said, I no, think that. No, and I'm, no, that's I'm, I'm not saying Deborah, I'm not saying that's not I'm saying Endeavor is doing exactly the same thing. I'm not saying he's trying to do the exact same thing, but I'm saying Endeavor's goal is to reach a certain level to be the number one hero. He couldn't do it, so you tried to like create a son or a child that could could not be. It wasn't feasible with Toya, right? Toya can't do it. He can't be that hero because he's going to kill himself. He's going to destroy himself. Now, that mind is. you, mind you, Endeavor said to him, look, there's many ways for you to, now he didn't say this as nicely or nonchalantly as I can, but he did tell him, there's many ways for you to live your life without needing to be a hero. He could have said, as I'm he, sorry. Uh, he could have right. said, I'm sorry, son, for trying to force you to become something I wanted you to be. Yes, he could have said that. That would have completely changed anything. I don't yeah. think so. As he, you know, like I said, as he walked out the door to go save kids that, you know, had nothing to do with his own so to, i'm saying i don't Y'all know I can't, strong, I can't, i'm saying like that this is real psychological things that happen though you know i'm just I saying this is if he would have saw that his mom get his ass beat that would have been more of a reason and this yes i agree this bullshit i don't think it's enough there's no justification for for him flipping the fuck out the way he did maybe maybe okay okay let's do this we want to make excuses. Let's let's stretch then. All right. Let me let me stretch Armstrong with you. I was gonna say. I mean, I I can agree with you though because I liked him more before we I realized like how far this went. Right. Yes. Yeah, so Endeavor. I'm talking about like uh, so, I can't even remember his name. Toya. Yeah. But I can't remember his his villain name. But I liked him more before 
you know, I, I kind of found out more about his story, but I'm not saying like, you know, you know, I, I'm saying that we can't control how people react to things like and, that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, let's let's go there. then. Let's let's make this better. Let's rewrite this for him. Make it. Let's call it a chemical reaction from his flames turning blue from him maturing. It caused a snappage. And it made him volatile. And it, it made him volatile. His mental structure when he when he matured and be and began gained the blue flames and it caused the chemical reaction for his mind to slip. It's just because again, daddy not being home or kissing me enough is just not enough to kill thirty people. I don't give a fuck what anybody says unless he was a part of that that mental and physical abuse that he gave his wife after they lost Dobby. I mean, technically, you're the reason why he became a fucking piece of shit of a man. But like I I uh, and I, and I'm saying like even that when you what you just said don't seem like a reason because that is written into the lore of the of my hero academia. They said, you know, people genetics change and they act differently based that on is. that. So that's not a reach. That's literally okay, written into the story. It's very possible that let's that call, could be it. Let's call it that. Okay, I don't want to hear your mouth, all right, bro. Don't write to me <laughs> saying but actually, don't actually me, bro, all right? I haven't read my hero, <laughs> but I, okay. I like that. That's better. It's all, if it's written in there, then that's, let's just call it that, but say that in a fucking anime. Cause it just looks it to me personally, again, while I absolutely love this episode, this episode was skips and bounds better. better than the oh time. my God. It was so much better. So much better. If this was first, if this was that Todoroki named one that they named it, the Todoroki, whatever the fuck. And then they went into the Hawks one and then they ended with all of them coming into the hospital room. That would have been a much smoother transition and a much cleaner transition between the the uh, dichotomy of what they were trying to build. It would have been so sick because it would have gave us a break from that hard, rough, abusive shit that we had to see at this last episode to mm-hmm. to Hawks. And then seeing everything that's going around in the city and then Hawks coming in with the best genus and they they discussing with Endeavor about this and Endeavor crying his eyes out to his, with his family. That would have been so fire if it was just flopped. If that was just flopped, it would have been just, maybe it was a mistake. Maybe they aired it. <laughs> maybe they aired it wrong. I think they wrote it like that though. I, okay. Okay. So it was in the manga like that too. That shit weird. But it, it was, it was clean. This was a cleaner episode. Uh, I get it. I, I hate Endeavor too. Now I'm on a bandwagon. He fucking stinks. <laughs> he absolutely stinks as a human. Um, but, but at what first, he's saying is he hates Endeavor, but that does not justify Dobby. That does not justify Dobby. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's not enough to justify Dobby at all. I wish it was though, because that would have been so much cooler. Because then I would have been conflicted, right? Like I would have been like, oh yeah, Endeavor fucking sucks. Dobby, do your thing, but eh. no, Dobby just fucking sucks because he just sucks. Like yes, you 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 had your your puberty and the chemical change of your cork or whatever. That's cool. That sucks. That's a shitty reason, you know. I don't want that to be the reason. Uh, but I did like. I love this episode. My hero's been so good to me lately. I'm I'm surprised because these last couple seasons, Polo been on a on a tirade. A te- I'm a because I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with it regardless of how I feel. And this is all subjective. This is all just my opinion. But I fucking hated season four and five. They fucking stunk. They absolutely stunk. Twenty five percent of it was good. And the rest was shit. That means it got an F. But this shit, pretty this bad. shit is like ninety five. That's wild. <laughs> so oh, okay. he, he, he was disappointed with one episode. With one was- episode, bro. With one episode, and it's it's been great. It's been great. I loved it. 
Moving on. Angel Thanks Next Door spoiled me rotten. Yeah. Oh, so, it's a perfect uh, show. This show is yeah, perfect. We pick up in a great spot on this one. Um, oh, wait. Did you give us a gut check for the last one? Oh, shit, shit, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a tough one, man. Gut check. We get into uh, Deku's head. He talking to the other eight. Nine? Wait, he's nine. Wait, is he nine or is he? I believe he's nine, but he. I don't think he, he can talk to eight. Okay, he's talking to seven or whatever it is. Um, and they kind of they they just they going through it. It's gonna be that the whole episode is gonna be them talking, and then his outside friends calling out to him. Deku, come back. Deku, Deku, come oh, back. My no. Blame it all me. Whatever. I was thinking I'm the same thing. <laughs> you can blame it all on you. There it is. We are not um, professional singers. On we are not. Absolutely not. I forgot that I was recording a podcast. I'm just. I was just talking to you. Uh, shit. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to go from there. I don't fucking know. I hate gut checking my hero because you already know, so it's pointless. Anyway. I, ain't gonna say that. I don't know what's coming next. I forgot. Stop the cap. All right. I really don't. I think I do, but I don't know. All right. Angel Next Door Spoilers Ryan. We start off in a great, wonderful spot. Yeah, because the last episode, they saw that she was the next, the angel next door. Like, completely different than what we thought as far as our gut checks went. So we oh, were, yeah. Way, way better. I like his friend so much more now. Oh I my god! No I thought he was gonna be a douchebag. Same. But they have they have not failed us on making the characters in this anime likable. From supporting to main, bro. They haven't failed us once, bro. I don't understand. I don't understand. What <laughs> it's like they, they said, what could make the situation bad? Wrote out a whole list of a hundred different things that can make the situation bad, and said, all right, throw that out the window. Let's not do none of that. Yeah. So they chilling. <laughs> they enjoying the party together then. And then after that, they're just like, hey, listen, let me introduce myself. I fucking love those introductions. I love the way that they were interacting with each other. Like, Amine never changed. He stayed the same. Like, it was awesome. He just stayed who he is. He's like, he's like, he's like, please just hit. (laughs) What's her name? Uh, Chiose? Yeah. (laughs) Please just hit her. I loved it, man. I love uh, what, what made it better, though, was once the friends left. Mm. Because as soon as they left and yeah. they kind of got that time together again, I digress. Yeah. It was like the, the relationship <sighs> built, like, and it's such a natural thing, yes, right? They're bro. not, they're not rushing it, they're not pushing it. But like, as soon as they left, it was like that whole uh, interaction with the couple got them to see different things within each other that that kind of just yes, like they man. can't tell for sure what they're feeling but it's like they're they clearly see that they they have a a mutual interest in staying you know close and staying friendly so this it, it just felt like as soon as that that relation or as soon as that episode that part ended they start to develop more within you know the correlation with each other and you can even tell physically Right, yes. because they were actually touching and not feeling. They didn't. They had a couple of blushes here, but they were blushing, not like, "Oh my god, I can't believe." And they did get, you know, a couple moments like that. But it wasn't all like that. It was like, like we said, no miscommunication. This right. is okay, and we're friends, and it was great. You know what's so crazy about the Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. What's that? It's spoiling you rotten. No, is that it's just as good as more than a married couple, in a completely different way. Like I can't find myself to say this is better than more than a married couple. 
I can't find myself to say that it's worse. I think that they're both equally good in my opinion. They're both equally good and they're so different. They're so fucking different. Hmm. That it's it's hidden it's hidden all the things that more than a married couple didn't, and more than a married couple is hidden more things that this isn't. You know what I'm saying? More than a married couple gave me mystery and intrigue and 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 just all in all like emotional confusion, I guess. It gave then, you a bigger range. Yes, a way bigger range. And this is giving me a more concise, perfect story of two characters that are so extremely likable. Like the problem with this is normally when you have something like this is one of the characters is always not likable. Even when we talk about one of our favorites, my team romantic comedy snafu. At first, we didn't, I didn't like the long hair, the black long hair girl at first. It took a while for her to grow on me, like a long time right. for, for her to grow on me. And then a lot of the characters that was around uh, our main guy, it took a while to grow on me, but they did. And it was fucking fantastic when it did. I spent so much time with them that I can't, I can't, they can never leave my mind. But this, it was instant. It was like great characters from the start. And for when every characters, Amine has the best monologue because his monologue is so real, I guess, you know, it's just real. It's like, uh, you know what? You doing this to me? I got you right back at you. And he hit her with the, he hit her with the, you know, the, the light skin. <laughs> like, oh, shit. He kind of get lost in her eyes and he's like, oh, she snap out of it. It's so mm-hmm. good, man. It's so good. It's relatable. Very it's relatable. Cute. Yes. It's it's relaxing. Um, when she gets sick, that- though. Yeah, she got sick. Yeah, that that was amazing too because it was like the reciprocation is that that yes. because I guess re- realistically they're already kind of reciprocating for each other anyway. But, but this is like more her right opportunity. Yeah, but this is the opportunity for him to really like step up and show like you know this is what and this is what you did for me. So let me give that back. To yeah, you. and what I and what I got from this mostly though is I got mostly from her perspective that she didn't want to be alone. Cause he was like, you know, you choose. It's mm-hmm. my, it's my bed or it's your room. So either I'm gonna go in your room or you can go in my bed. And she's like, oh, uh, your bed is fine. And that made it seem like she just didn't want to be alone. On top of that, it started inching more and more towards like, hey, I don't want to be alone. Stay mm-hmm. with me while I sleep. Oh, but you know, you don't have to do this. He's but, like, but then she's like, oh, but now you offered, and she wanted it again. Like it's just, oh, it's so good. But what it made it even more special is exactly what you said, right? She didn't want to be alone. And even it would made like to me what made it more special is the fact that he was getting ready to get up and walk away, but saw like the look in her eyes said, I don't want to be alone. And he turned around. I ain't gonna oh, lie. God, so I be good. missing that sometimes as a as a grown man. Sometimes that message is in it's you gotta be real. I I miss it sometimes. And he caught on to it and I'm trying to be like that because that's That'll save you. I'm the smart man right there. You said what? I'm the opposite. I catch that shit. I know you do. I catch that. Apparently, that's what what you do. You good at that? Um, But but me, I wasn't always that perceptive. It took me some some training, some some time. It's not you know. It's not because it's not obvious. They don't make it obvious. uh, You know, unfortunately, (laughs) you just kind of have to guess and get lucky. I guess Uh, that's what I do. Most part, anyway. <laughs> Taking a shot in the dark, you good? All right, I'm gonna come. Yeah, yeah. You but know yeah, what? It's a, it was. It's so. Uh, it's such a like realistic tone to it, though, in terms of how yes, the, how these things happen and how they interact. So that's what makes it feel so special. Um, 
because it's not often where we're getting something that's this cute, this wholesome, but also so realistic. Yes, absolutely. Um, gut checks, bro. How you feeling? I'm gonna cry next episode, maybe. No, no. I I feel I'm not sure, and I feel like they they're inching towards it, right? Conversations getting deeper. She talked about how yeah, how yeah. she was at home with Kyokui, the maid, and that was the only person that they that she saw all day. Mm, yeah, you're right. Maybe you will. Cry. So maybe next episode we're gonna get more into it. And then, I mean, he even gave us that part where he said, you're not good for my heart because he, I I need to see, I need to see, (laughs) I need to see. So I'm feeling like we're going to get some tears next episode or something. They're going to hit us with a tearjerker. No, you're not good for my heart was the fact that he's falling in love. That's the problem. That's what it means. But it's like, what's going on? And I feel like when you fall in love, you got to get a little bit of that, that backstory for her. Yeah, and yeah. that's gonna be why ain't you living with your parents? Even though you could, you know what's going on. I need details. Mm. Why didn't you get any of the attention? I still think I don't know if I've ever said this, but I still think it's an older sister that got all the love or something like that. And it, it, I mean that happens too a lot, right? Yeah, like this they, that was the number one child, and they yeah the opposite of the Dobby situation. <laughs> there you go. God, I love it's the show. I, it's just what pisses me off. The, the only thing that pisses me off about the show is when it ends. I fucking hate when it ends because I'm like, no. Same thing <laughs> with more than a married couple. Yeah, same thing with more than a married couple. I'm like, fuck, dude, no. Uh, I need to keep going. Uh, real good. Now I know I said we're gonna spoil Eminence and Shadow, but that was an accident. Because we're going to talk about Misfit Demon King Academy 2. Um, Misfit Demon King Academy 2. Episode 4. Season 2. Has been real dope. Now, again, like I said before, previously, this fucking episode has so much dialogue <laughs> that sometimes I had to pause, I had to rewind, and it's for the first, for the first time since, I think, Inspector Season 1. <laughs> I had to slow this shit down, like, wait, what? <laughs> to, to make sure I read everything correctly because it was it's just so much like they talk so much but it's all so very important as far as progressing the story and this is getting deeper and deeper because to be honest I thought I had this shit in the back it was it was pseudo seeming extremely predictable yep it was going like extremely the way we I think we me and you both thought the same thing it was the guy the, the obviously the girl hiding her face is the fairy queen chick that Anos told his servant which his name is Ren to protect, uh, and for for the, until he dis, until he came back basically. So for two thousand years he was supposed to protect. Now I'm thinking this guy in his helmet is him, which it's not. But is it? You know, like it's just kind of weird with that because I do feel like they're they're just in a different room than maybe our main guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know how how they they're a little heavy on the tricks. Yes. So I mean, it could be any number of uh, you know trials because they, oh. they trying to they trying to trick him every single time. Yeah, but Anos did meet up with the hero. Mm-hmm. Where the hell was Misa at that time? I'm so confused. Now, um, 
Spirit King. Well, wait, we got the we got because uh, I think because we both thought Ren was the Spirit King, right? Which is his servant that was yeah. helping the fairy chick Lena or Lena. I think is a real name, but they call her Lena in the new version. And like I thought they like maybe had a kid, and the kid was a descendant of Misa. Is what I thought. That's what everything was seeming as predictable as it was going. It was pre- it was predicting to be projecting to be going that route. So that's where I was like confused and had to rewind it a couple of times. Like, what the fuck is actually happening here? And they and when at the end he said that you know this the fairy king is really Misa. I'm like, what the fuck? How and when I mean, did that happen? I mean, so it has to be it, and I guess like I'm thinking like it had to be be Misa, right? And I'm only th- I'm only saying that because like of we know initially in season one she was like that artificial being how they they created her she was just supposed to be there temporarily once uh sasha reached a certain age she's supposed to you know basically no 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 no, no. You, i think you're getting them confused misa is the hero's girl right I'm, wait, am I wrong? Yeah. We talking about the Misa? Misa I might have I I said the name wrong, actually. Oh, you know what? Yes, I'm sorry. I did get them mixed up. I'm I'm just thinking about the names. Uh, you're right. Yes, yes, Misa is the hero's girl. That and that is the one that we remember because the was a fairy, right? Yep. yep. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. And she had her her awakening kind of like exactly yeah that's what's so confusing to me man I'm like what how does this how did that happen man I'm but I don't know you still think it's a part of the trial maybe I don't I here's my thing I think that like kind of what we said before and I I think I think it's what you said because you kind of said that they they might all be some kind of descendant of the child of God right. So like maybe they all have to be some kind of reincarnation of his like past mm. helpers or whatever, and then they will all be like you know the the it'll be like almost like Circle of Nine, but like the child the children of God essentially. Yeah. So maybe it's that, uh, and maybe that's part of his, his plan for the for the uh, for him you know bringing peace to the entirety of the world was for you know the Demon King's Council to be children of God. Maybe that would be a rectification for that. Yeah, right. I would love that. I I just I just don't know how. uh, What is her name? Because Misha is the white haired chick. Yeah, you Misa. You're right. Your Misa is is right. That's it. Okay, so Misa. So Misa is the fairy chick. Yeah. Why would she be the spirit king? Why wouldn't it be Ren? That I guess that's my problem. Like how is how did she or how is she going to be the one to be? the spirit king when she was helping the hero fight the spirit king which was who I thought my assumption was Ren which is the guy who was supposed to protect Lena or Lena uh, the whole time right like, I'm so confused it's the, the, we're not I don't think we're gonna know yet because yeah. I feel like they've intentionally made this season much more mysterious yeah. and they've made it about mind games 
straight up. And they're not necessarily telling us all the mind games being played. Because yeah. the first the first mind game they played, Anos didn't technically straight up win, you know? Anos couldn't directly find the answer until the end of the game, more or less, but he still won by technicalities and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, well, so he, he knew he, that he could only win by technicality from the moment it started. Yeah. <laughs> which is but it's, so it's, crazy. Which is dope, right? And dope is but, it, but it's like maybe this season they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to get us to 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 dive into that mystery, but we we do definitely still. I think we still just need more details because it's like yeah, maybe there's there's a lot to speculate with, but not enough to one hundred percent draw a conclusion. We can't be uh, NYC detectives on this one yet, bro. It's so much too. Like it's so much. Yeah, and and I mean even like and I, I was thinking about um, Misha's manifestation manifestation of the castle, which they said Misha created a god when she did that, or like a demigod when oh, yeah. she was working on there. So it's like they all have to have something that's linking them to that, and and maybe it could be even something like artifacts that are tied to them or something. I'm not sure yet. That's exactly what I was thinking. They they, they all have because technically with the swords, the sword is an artifact. Um, because they were talking about how how they had half the sword, so maybe they have to, you know, correlate with their their artifacts or something. Bro, I'm not sure yet. Which man. is they the sword that, if I remember correctly, I can be wrong. I could be remembering this wrong, but the, which was the sword that Ren was using to protect the spirit lady back mm-hmm. in two thousand years ago. So yeah, it's fucking. It's hard. It's hard to even know where this is going, but I still love it, man. I still like it so much. It's very convoluted this season, though. The the thing that makes me love it, though, is the fact that uh, we can get action at any point, but we also get story at every point. Yeah, and they, yeah. they keep giving us that, and that's that's what makes Misfit Demon King so cool. Is because the whole time they fed us story in season one, and it's like they didn't forget about that when they when they you know they got a bigger budget and said we're not gonna forget about that. We're gonna keep giving y'all story. Um, and it looks good. Yeah, it, it looks great. Uh, we just need. I, it's not that I want to. I don't want to hurry past the mystery. I just want to get more details about the mystery. I want the mystery to be able to be explained. Yeah, explained and, and give us a decent wrap up to it, and let's see where it continues to go. Because like Misfit Demon King, I, I, it hasn't disappointed yet. So I, can, I can't wait to see where it actually unfolds and, and what it really drives into for the series. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of fucking just knowledge to take in. But when you take it in, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. Yeah. Silverlink is doing a hell of a job. I think they should be proud of what they got so far. And uh, I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter. And at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike Check, 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 Check. Mic check, waifu, waifu.